What is up, everybody? This is Wes Hoffman, and this is another episode of Wes Hoffman with Friends. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and happy holidays. Uh, we are right around the holiday season here, and uh, whatever you're celebrating, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, even if you're just celebrating the time of year <laughs> and the start of a new year, um, I hope that you are safe and happy and um, with your family and with pe- or people that you love and uh, enjoying life right now. So um, once again, I'm going to keep saying this until my music is out. That is the message right now is that um, I have new music. I just got out of the studio. I went to Encapsulated Studios, recorded with Gabe there. Um, I can't, I, I'll have to get his last name. I, uh, <laughs> it's Gabe Ussery or Usery. I, I can't, uh, I'm not 100% sure, but um, great dude. And was really, really excited to get in there and uh, write some songs. And I've been really working hard on this music, guys. So um, if you could uh, follow me on Spotify, just look up Wes Hoffman and look up my artist profile and give me a follow and that'll keep you up to date on new songs that I'm going to be putting out uh, after the, right after the first of the year, I'm going to have a video and a, and a new song and uh, I'm really going to be pushing that out. So uh, make sure to go to Spotify and follow me and then also follow the band that, uh, my, that are my guests on this episode, American Thrills. Um, you can follow them there uh, if you just look, look up American Thrills on Spotify and also follow them on Instagram. It's at American Thrills Band. Uh, these dudes, I they came out of nowhere, I feel like. <laughs> we'll find out on, these episode, on this episode. But um, I don't even know where. I, I think I joined some pop, uh, some punk rock groups on Facebook and I uh, found out about these guys and uh, or, or on Instagram, maybe. I can't even really remember, but I, fa- I found out about these guys. I listened to their song. They had a new song out, and um, it was really, really good. And then um, one of the guys from their band added one of my songs to a Spotify playlist and um, kind of went from there. So these guys, I really like the two songs that they have out now. They're putting out an EP on December 18th, which uh, is right around now. It's either out or it's going to be out. Um, depending on when this comes out. <laughs> so make sure to give them a follow. Uh, they just have a really cool, uh, they're not from the Midwest, but they have this kind of Midwest uh, twang to their music or Midwest flair uh, with that with the punk rock too. So definitely check them out. Um, and again, if you guys enjoyed this episode, just f- please share it on Instagram. Tag me, it's at Wesley Hoffman, and I'll share it out to my people. And, um, you know, that's really all that I'm trying to do is just spread the word and share people's stories and uh, share about what they're doing and, and lift other people up. So um, without further ado, uh, enjoy this episode with American Thrills. up everybody uh this is wes hoffman and this is another episode of wes hoffman friends and i'm here with kurt from american thrills how you doing man i'm doing great man how are you i'm good I'm, it is kurt right not kirk right right yeah kurt with a t okay okay awesome <laughs> awesome yeah um well thanks so much for joining me dude i i really do appreciate it especially like 
um, you know, not knowing each other or anything. Um, this, I know this is kind of like out of the blue, but um, that's actually kind of how I heard about your band was, um, I guess it was a couple weeks ago now. Um, I was, I'm getting ready to go into the studio um, and record this weekend actually. And so I'm kind of ramping up. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm kind of ramping up like, um, uh, you know, how to, I'm kind of ramping up following some zines and podcasts and stuff like that. And somewhere along the line, you guys came up and I was like, oh, this, I liked the name. Um, and I was like, I want to check these guys out. And so I listened to your song, Regular Blokes. And um, I was like, this is really good. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I just liked, I liked the vocals. I liked the guitars. I liked the melodies and everything. And um, as I was kind of going back and forth um, with, uh, on Instagram, like in interacting with you guys, um, I was like, you know, I think it'd be great to have you guys on my podcast. I kind of do this thing where um, I talk to a lot of bands, but I also talk to people about like mindfulness and spirituality and stuff like that. So it's kind of a mix, which totally sums me up. Like I'm a punk rock dude, but I'm also all about like life lessons and personal growth and growing up and all that kind of, maybe not growing up in the adult way, <laughs> but, um, you know, just becoming a better person, I guess. So, um, but tell me, I mean, I, cause I really do feel like, um, I found you guys kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure that it's not necessarily that, but all of a sudden it's like, uh, you guys have a bunch of streams already and, um, you have a new EP coming out. So tell me how, how did, uh, American thrills come about? Well, so not not too unsimilar to most bands. I mean, most of us have played in bands together, you know, in the past, and uh, we all knew each other from you know from that from playing in bands over the years. And I think most of us at, at this point were kind of just, uh, I guess, for lack of a better way to describe it, doing like the adult thing. I guess that's the only way I can think of to describe it. And, Absolutely. Um, when <clears throat> I know, I know for me personally, I, I work a job in. York City I, I do a lot of commuting so I don't really oh, okay. have a lot of time to do anything besides work um and but then the pandemic happened um and you know I stopped commuting into the city you know I stopped you know spending you know all that time commuting and, and doing all that, that work stuff and I, I had a lot of spare time um and at, at the same time uh there was this Facebook group that um you know got started uh like right when the pandemic hit and it was a, a an early, I think the, the name of it was like the early 2000s, like Connecticut, um, like punk group. Like basically it was a place where, you know, people who used to, who like were in the scene in like the early 2000s, you know, would join and everyone kind of just like was like reminiscing about like the old days and going to shows and, you know, all the hall shows and stuff that used to happen, sharing photographs and just kind of like having like a midlife crisis, you know, of sorts. Yeah, on, on the yeah. Internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think that really got, I think that Facebook group really got the wheels turning for a, a couple of us. And one day my, uh, my friend Jamie and I, um, we were just like hanging around and he was just like, dude, like we should like consider starting band. And I was like, dude, that would be crazy if we started a band again. Uh, we had, we hadn't played together in a band in like, uh, geez, like 15 years. It's probably been since him and I have been in a band together. Um, and 
it just kind of fell into place from there. Like our buddy Jeff, who played drums in the band with us back then, kind of just we're, we got in touch with. And uh, then my buddy Paul, who I had been, you know, he played, you know, on some records that I had made a couple of years ago um, as well, who I've always wanted to be in a band with, was also on board for it as well. And it just kind of happened um, that way. We're just like, hey, let's just get together and write stuff. Um, I had a bunch of riffs and song ideas. Paul had a bunch of riffs and song ideas. And we just got together and just started working through them. And we're just like, let's just see where this goes. And we're like, let's just do things differently. You know, now that we're all adults, we're not, you know, we're not like kids anymore with like, you know, with no money and no way to actually like make a good record and do stuff like that. We're actually adults now and we can, you know, you know, spend some of our money wisely. Whereas when we were kids, we would just get the cheapest recording and we would, you know, do whatever was the cheapest or free thing. Right. I'm sure, you know, um, so that's kind of like was like our mindset, kind of how we came to be, um, and kind of how we ended up, I guess, where we're at at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool, man. Like that is so similar to to me, and um, I think I was going back and forth with um, it might have been you, but with uh, whoever runs your Instagram, it might have been Jamie. Um, I think it was Jamie you were talking to on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Like I was going back and forth with him, and a very similar thing happened to me. Like I was in a band when I. Um, or I've had a similar path. Like I was in bands in early two thousands, um, toured a little bit, like just in the Midwest and played all over the place in Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana, Kentucky and all that. And like, um, uh, then, you know, you get older and you're, uh, you know, I started to get be like 25, 26 and I'm like, okay, I should get a job. And I got married and you kind of start, I, for me in my mind, it's, it's a very limiting belief, but I was like, you know, I'm older now. I should kind of not be doing this like band thing anymore. I should probably, uh, focus on work and put my energy into that and, and getting promoted and, um, all that kind of stuff. But five years ago I started playing and I didn't even touch a guitar for probably 10 years, eight, eight years, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like oh, okay. I didn't even, I had an acoustic at my house and I was just like, you know, I'm not going to do this. And five years ago, uh, buddy of mine as well my buddy Corey was like we should do a band again you know like we should really get and he hadn't played in a really long time either he played drums and uh, we got a practice space and I still have that practice space to this day and um, it's cool it's like I like what you were saying about the perspective of being an adult now and how would you do things how you're doing things a little bit differently as far as like hey we can put a little bit of money into this we can put a do and and we're older and a little wiser so you can kind of like do it differently than you we were when we were kids and we were just trying to figure everything out like by the seat of our pants. So um, tell me about like, so how did you guys, uh, tell me a little bit more about that. Like how, what were some of the things that you guys are doing differently now? I mean, you got a, a really good quality recording. Um, who did you guys record with? Well, well thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah. We did, um, so like due to the pandemic, it's been like, it's been tough to, I mean, there's a lot of people we wanted to record with, um, and, you know, would have loved to like travel down to like New York or like, you know, Boston and or something to do like a record with somebody, but with COVID and, you know, the pandemic and everything, it just kind of like made a little bit more sense to, to track everything locally. Um, sure. and it, it really got me thinking again, like, all, you know, all these years I've always like been like, Oh, we got to go to, you know, out of state to get like a good recording, you know, make a good record, go to XYZ producer. And we actually, um, 
ended up keeping the the tracking local uh, this time around and made this record with um, Nick Belmore. Uh, he's done a lot of. He's actually known more for doing like a lot more heavy music, uh, okay. stuff like Hatebreed. Um, <laughs> he actually did some stuff for Five Finger Death Punch, believe it or not. Oh wow! <laughs> um, he's worked with a lot of really. Um, uh, D. Snyder. He did more with D. Snyder's last oh, record. Okay. So he's done a lot of cool. like really big like heavy bands. Um, but he's a really talented guy, just a really talented engineer. And um, we uh, we ended up tracking the record with him. Um, he's also right here in Milford, Connecticut, which is my hometown. So um, in most of our all, almost all of our hometowns. So he was really convenient to just go and track with. Um, uh, Paul has done a lot of records with uh, John McClario in New York. Uh, John's done kind of like kind of like you name it from like the early 2000s he's probably done it like he did like some stuff for my chemical romance back in the day he did a couple of the first census fail records um he ended up he mixed and mastered the, the ep that we did um okay so we ended up going to him for that and uh yeah that's pretty that's pretty much the the the, the front to back of the, of the the record yeah yeah that's awesome like um and you guys were in a band called the tried and true right was that was the band from like earlier on um, so I was in the tired and true, the tired um, and true. Okay. My bad. Like, my bad. No, 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 it's all good. Um, so from like 2008, I think we started the band and then we really stopped doing anything in like 2014, I think was like the last like tour we did like early 2014, late 2013. Uh, that was just me, uh, as far as the, the members of this American thrills. Okay. Um, and then, uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jamie and I were in a band and like, 2005 called uh, Top of the Fair. Uh, okay. It's going like way, way, way back. I've um, heard of that, yeah. What's funny about that is we actually, New School Records, who released this EP, is the same label from back then who released our record for us when we were kids doing that band. Um, so it just kind of was like a funny full circle thing. Um, and uh, it made a lot of sense to just have, you know, put, put it out through, through New School. Yeah, yeah. Was that something that, you know, did you go back to them and say, hey, we have a new project now? Or or how did that all kind of unfold? Well, I was kind of looking for people to give us some feedback on the recordings that we made. Um, and this was even before we finished the EP. We did two songs, and we were going to just release two songs, but we were kind of just like, let's like make it something cohesive and like actually put a record out. So we actually went back to do two more songs. And while we were doing that, I was trying to, you know, um, get some feedback from some people that I respected in the, um, you know, in the industry that I knew. And I was Facebook friends with um, Jeremy from new school records, uh, you know, from way back in the day, we've just kind of kept in touch. And uh, he, I, I sent him the tracks and I was just kind of like, Hey man, like, can you just give me some feedback on these? Like, are they good? Are they bad? You know, are they, are you into them? Like, what's this, you know, I just need someone who's not in the band to kind of listen to these and tell me what they think. And, um, he was into them and, and actually said, Hey, like we, we should release this together. And, and uh, kind of like, sure. Why not? You know? Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's how that came to be. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I remember new school records from back in the day. Like, um, I was really into that. Like I still am like, uh, into that kind of technical punk like real fast and the kind of shreddy riffs and um yeah yeah uh off the record was one that um had you know, oh i loved off the record th- their their first album that was on tooth and nail i loved that album so much i actually went back and listened to that not too long ago and then um no trigger of course i'm a, I'm a big fan of them as well um that yeah so when you guys i, I remember that um reading in kind of your bio that you or your spotify bio that you had like linked back up with them and i was like oh 
new school records. Like I remember them. So that, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I actually noticed, um, I don't know if you remember seven Ten split, but they were another one of the new school bands, um, out of Georgia. And I actually noticed they're starting to write music again, which was, I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah. like a lot of bands with this pandemic right now are kind of just like, Hey, why don't we start making music again? Because it just seems like it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting to me for sure. Like, because I feel like a lot of bands, like it, it it's like, it's been like a wave, like, um, you know, a lot of bands that I know, like, um, from, from back during that time, early two thousands, even bands like story of the year or, uh, story of the years from here in St. Louis. And, the, uh, you know, I know, oh, a couple, nice. I know, I know several of the guys from that band and, um, even bands like MXPX where it's like, you know, for a while, um, it's like everybody was kind of going up and then music, the landscape of music really changed with like streaming platforms and everything like that. And now a lot of these bands that, um, uh, you know, even like the Juliana theory is, is making music again. Like, why do you think that is like, do you think people are kind of just going back to, um, I, I think from, for me personally, like I, I've just, you know, I'm kind of like, why not? If it, it feels like the world's going to end <laughs> with this pandemic <laughs> yeah. and everything, like, why would I not go back and start making music? But what do you, what do you think that is? I mean, obviously you and I are both two dudes that, you know, have recently gotten back into the music game. Like, what do you think it is that's kind of getting people back into the, is it the pandemic or is it something else? Um, that's a good question. I don't know that I know the answer, but I think the <laughs> pandemic has, it, it must be, it must have something to do with the pandemic. I just feel like a lot of people, people can't really do too much right now. Um, you know, no one can really play shows which is kind of interesting that people are getting back into music. Cause I would argue one of the funner parts of being in a band is actually playing shows, which you Absolutely. can't do right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I think that like writing music is something that you don't, that I think lends itself, you know, to being like kind of stuck inside, like, you know, like being stuck inside, there's only so many like things you can do that are like non-productive, like, you know, play a video game all day or, yeah. you know, there's, I feel like create creating and like writing music is just such a like, it's just such like a, um, it's just something that's better to do than anything else. I don't know what else to really say. Yeah, uh, no. A lot of people are probably resorting to, to writing music again, people that have done it in the past. I totally agree with you on that. And like, you know, I've definitely, especially early on in the, uh, with the pandemic, like I spent a lot of time um, playing video games. Um, I, I, I am currently also, I've never seen The Sopranos all the way through. So I am binge watching my way through that. But, um, I agree with you. Like I've gotten to the point where I can only have so many days like that, where I just sit there and play video games or sit there and watch TV, um, to where I have to get up and do something productive. Um, not that I'm beating myself up like, Oh, I'm such a piece of shit for laying on the couch all day. Cause there's, there is nothing else. It, it, a lot of days it feels like there's nothing else to do, but, um, yeah. like I, I agree with that. I feel like it's definitely, um, pushed me more towards, Hey, you know, I should take advantage of this time a little bit. Like, um, I've spent a lot of time in, in my studio writing music and really being meticulous about it and trying to find the right stuff. So I agree. I think, I think, um, yeah, we can't play shows and, and <laughs> so might as well write some music and record and, 
Um, tell me a little bit about, like, I love your guys' sound. I feel like you have a really, um, you've got the punk rock flair to it, but like also this kind of Midwest, like a um, little bit of like jangly, tangy, uh, twangy guitars. Like um, what was kind of your, um, did you guys go into it with that? Or was it like, did you all just get into a room and that's kind of the sound that came out? Um, so that's a good question. I think, so the, a couple of the first songs that we wrote were kind of like a little bit of a mix of ideas from different people. Um, regular blokes was actually a song that I had written like a skeleton of back in, I want to say like either like late 2014 or like early 2015 when I was still kind of like writing some, some music back then. And, uh, it was just something that I wrote and then like have had like a demo of, and I just like had on an external hard drive. And when we started, uh, American thrills, one of the first things we did was I, I took some of those old demos out and showed the guys. I'm like, Hey, like I haven't written anything recently, but like, here's like some stuff from, I guess, quote my, my vault quote unquote. Sure. Sure. Um, and, uh, that song, like that riff and like the, the chorus, um, well in the verses were, were, were kind of there and the guys were just like into it. So we used it. And, um, that's just kind of like the way I've always wrote was kind of like that, like open chord, like Americana, but like punk kind of thing. And, um, so that's kind of like where that sound came from. And then I think we're, we're all pretty, this is like, this really isn't our first time writing songs together. Like the four of us, you know, myself and Paul were writing together back in like 2014. Me, J- Jamie and Jeff were writing songs back in like the early 2000s. So it, well, we weren't actually coming into this like super blind or anything. We kind of, I okay. feel like we kind of knew what to expect as far as like what it was going to kind of end up being like. Um, so there wasn't really any, um, you know, we weren't really trying to do anything. I think we were just trying to do what we always did. Oh, um, that's cool. Okay. And I think kind of, that's kind of like how the songs became, you know, kind of became what they became. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I feel like it's, especially in the punk genre, like, um, you know, it, it gives it a little bit, it stands out a little bit more. Um, I feel like those bands that aren't just kind of doing the straightforward power chords, it's, it's just got a little bit, um, to me, it, it, it definitely did. It stands out a little bit more. It's got that kind of like, um, I don't know, the riffs are kind of fast and a little shreddy, but they're like, they're really catchy. And, um, I found myself even the last, like, uh, you know, since I just found out about you guys like a couple of weeks ago, I found myself really um, turning to like seeking out your songs lately. So, um, well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about like the catchy, I'm all about like the catchy guitar riffs, catchy hooks, um, sing along choruses, that type of thing. So, you guys really embodied like all of that for me. Did you get a chance to, did you actually get a chance to hear the whole record yet? Or just not, the stuff on Spotify. Not yet, just the two songs. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll try and get you a uh, you know like an early link so you can check it out. I'd love to know your thoughts on the the other two songs. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so tell me a little bit about like um, you know, okay, for as a guy that's going into the studio um, uh, the day after tomorrow, um, I'm I'm going in to do two songs, but I'm hoping that like you know, after these two songs are out, I might, I might go back and do another two and kind of like, kind of like how you guys did, like do a full EP type thing. Um, any advice on, uh, stuff that you, uh, you know, what worked for you guys in the studio and, and what didn't and any advice for a dude that's going in that hasn't been in there in a couple of years? Um, I, I would say just, uh, we, <laughs> 
it's funny because the first time uh, when we went to do the first two songs, we were actually pretty well rehearsed. We did a lot of practicing and a lot of uh, a lot of pre-production stuff and a lot of just preparing. And it, the first two songs went really well. Um, the second two songs we didn't rehearse nearly enough, and uh, they didn't go as well. <laughs> so sure. um, I would, yeah. So I get rehearsing and just learn, you know, making sure you practice up really well. Is it sounds obvious, but like sometimes, like. Like in our case, there's there's times where we'll have a week where, you know, one of us has something going on and we just can't get together or rehearse. You know, it's just kind of like part of being four adult dudes trying to play punk rock, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, with, with kids and stuff and it's just, it's kind of, you know, but like it's all about planning and making sure you're prepared and, and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I guess it's kind of obvious advice, but I would say that's like the number one thing. And also um, make sure that any you know, any like vocal stuff that you want to do, like harmonies and stuff. If you can plan that out ahead of time, it's, it's always best because I always find myself when I'm singing parts in the studio and I don't know like the harmonies, I'm like more like inclined to like leave something out than like, you know, actually record something. So I, I always try to like do some pre-production on my vocals before I go into the studio. Um, to um to make sure i know what i'm doing ahead of time so i go in it's, it's already there if i forget it i have it recorded i can listen to it um so preparation is is uh is key but i was listening to your stuff and i was it sounded really good to me it sounds like you got you know what you're doing oh thanks man <laughs> yeah I was, I was listening uh while i was working today i was i was you know spinning your stuff and um i was really enjoying it so i, I think you're dude I, you have nothing to worry about oh thanks man yeah you know um i i'll actually um send you my, I'll send you a Dropbox link. Dropbox link. I have the two songs demoed out because I'd love to hear what you think as well. And I feel Sweet. like they are, um, you know, the songs, especially the first couple songs that I have on Spotify. I kind of was just looking at this as like, oh, this is fun. And you know, my my uh, one of my best friends, Justin, he plays drums, and I, um, you know, uh, uh, there's two other guys, Jacob and Johnny, that play with me as well. Um, but I write everything and sing it and, you know, and do all the instruments when we record except for the drums. But um, I, I appreciate you saying that. I feel like this is um, I love what you said about just preparing and rehearsing because um, I've been putting in a lot of I've been doing a lot of that. Just going down and playing the songs over and over and over, putting them on uh, GarageBand and, and um, playing along to them. And uh, I, I used to not do that back in the day. Um, we actually had the opportunity. We we didn't record with um, uh, Ed Rose, who was the owner of the studio, but but we we recorded at Black Lodge. Um, uh, a friend of mine was interning with him, and we got to spend a weekend there and record. And um, we were pretty practiced up at the time, but not nearly as 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 much as I feel like I am this time going through. Um, and you know, having those moments where you're like, "Does this sound right? Does this sound right?" Like trying to work it out in the studio like instead it's like i got everything planned out um and i'm and i'm really excited about it and um i like what you said about the vocals too like um you know planning out i that's one of my favorite things is planning out the harmonies and the vocals and really making them hit hard so yeah thank you for that that's i mean that's that's great advice and it sounds really simple but it's also it helps me like reaffirm that i i feel like i'm on the right path <laughs> Yeah, what do you usually do as far as demoing stuff? Do you have like a home setup where you kind of demo stuff out while you're writing, or what's like your process for that? Honestly, dude, I just have GarageBand and um, like a year. I've got this little like interface. Um, it's a Scarlett um, Focusrite, and 
Um, I'm actually recording on it right now in, in GarageBand, and I just, uh, uh, I guess it's been almost two years now. We we did a little like weekend run where we went to we played a show in Kansas City, and then we played in St. Louis. And after that, I got really inspired. Like there was a decent amount of people at the shows and stuff, and they seemed to be into our music. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna you know maybe this will make things easier on the band if I can write everything and plan out the songs. Cause we're all older too. You know, um, we all have jobs. Um, I'm 37. So I was like, what if I could plan out an entire song with the drums and everything through GarageBand and just send it to the guys and be like, Hey, um, this is what I'm thinking for the song instead of always trying to explain it. And, um, I started doing that like, and experimenting a lot and it ended up just like, um, it's not a super sophisticated setup, but it makes it makes for pretty good uh, recording, like uh, at least for a demo. Yeah, that's that's actually really awesome. It's I think the best way to kind of show ideas to to team members and stuff is to actually, uh, if you have the means to actually record the part that you're trying to to showcase or the idea in a way that sounds like a final product almost. Yeah, yeah. So that when you go to show it to you know to to show it off to like you know band members or you know people on the team is you're you're showing them something that like you've you've kind of cultivated and something that's like you've basically taken the idea out of your head and put it into something that they can actually hear and actually get besides being like, Oh, the beat is supposed to be like, do, do God, do, do God. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they yeah. can actually hear the drums or like hear what you're thinking for the bass and they can like take that and then do whatever they want with it. Um, for sure. For sure. And I'm always open to people like, especially like, uh, Justin, um, our drummer, you know, he, he, um, it always, it sounds 10 times better than, you know, I can't do much with garage band as far as the drums. It just kind of populates like, you can make it as loud as you want or as complex as you want. But, um, the human element, there's always like, Oh, you know, on bass or guitar, like, Oh, well, I could add this extra note or this extra <laughs> fill or, um, on the drums. Like it just sounds 10 times better with live instrument instead of something programmed. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I think that's the best way. And when I was younger, it was always, it, it, I mean, we, we got in my, in the bands that I was in, we eventually got good at, at writing songs together, but, sometimes it was really hard to communicate ideas to people because I didn't have that capability of like recording it and giving them to it. It's like, I'm trying to explain it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so what, what, um, what kind of stuff are you into like outside of, outside of music? Um, so yeah, outside of music, well, (laughs) So my time is basically divided in a couple ways. One is work. <laughs> I'm a, a software developer by day. Oh wow! Um, okay. And then uh, I have a a, um, a a daughter and a wife, so I spend a lot of time, you know, with the family, and uh, that's really it. So it's like work, family. <laughs> Uh, American Thrills. That's, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I love to play video games too, and I have time. Sometimes I have, I do have time to play video games. So uh, that's something that I, I really enjoy doing too. But, yeah. Are you on like a PS4 or um, Switch um, or Xbox? <laughs> so I'm still playing a lot of uh, Xbox One, and okay. uh, I've been playing a lot of Switch lately. Um, I, I really got into the Switch. Jamie actually bought me a Switch uh, for a wedding present. Oh, sick! <laughs> and uh, because I have a well, before the pandemic, I had a pretty crazy commute to to New York City every day. 
um, and I just spent a lot of time playing Switch on the train. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just Switch has kind of been my thing. What are? Uh, yeah, I have one too. I got one right before the pandemic hit. So like, right, oh, perfect. Right, yeah, right before, um, like a week before they everybody got quarantined here in St. Louis and locked down. Um, I moved out of my house. Like my wife and I separated, and um, I got a. Uh, Nintendo Switch and I got a bunch of GameStop gift cards and I was like I'm gonna just go it was a Sunday afternoon I was like I'm just gonna go get one like now you know (laughs) talking about being an adult that's what we forget is when you're older and you you know I work for a living like I can just go buy something if I want to like (laughs) yeah and um so yeah I've played a lot of have you have you played Cuphead Jamie and I were playing a bunch of co-op on that a couple of years ago, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it's uh, that was a really fun one. Um, I definitely rage quit a few times on that. Cause oh, me too. Oh, so dude, hard. Not so, but I liked I liked the element that it was challenging. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, I I really enjoyed that. Like, um, sometimes the games these days are like, they're sometimes they're hard, but it's sometimes it's just like you're playing through a movie or something like, and yeah. it doesn't really feel like, but with Cuphead, I was like, there was actual skill involved. You had to like, you weren't going to finish a level the first time through on your, you know, like it was going to yeah. take you five or six tries. Um, so yeah. What, what else, what other games, what else is good on there? I feel like I've kind of gotten to a, a point where I'm, I'm stuck on like what to play. I don't really know what to play. <laughs> well, the thing I love best about the Switch is like a couple of my favorite games are on there. Like my kind of like my desert island games, like Skyrim. That's like I can okay. play that game for eternity. Uh, and then Diablo three, of course, is just like uh, I just grind on that. <laughs> okay. So um, and then most recently, I've been playing uh, Breath of the Wild Zelda. I've been playing that too. I got to a point where I got kind of stuck and I couldn't beat a boss. <laughs> and uh, I've kind of I'm actually at a point like that myself right now. It's just it's very that game is pretty difficult. Yeah, yeah, and like now I feel like I have to go back out into the wild and like get more materials and more weapons and stuff like that because I'm like out of everything. And um, but yeah. it's, it is a fun game and it's a beautiful game too. It's so well done, like graphically, For sure. yeah, and the story and everything. Um, it, are is like Skyrim? Is that just like can you download that or do you have to buy the the disc? Oh, it's a, it's a digital title too. You can okay. get it. You can download it. Okay, sick. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Um, Highly recommended. <laughs> okay, <laughs> awesome, cool, dude. Well, um, your your EP is coming out um, uh, this next weekend, right? Next Friday, the eighteenth. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, what where do you guys kind of feel like? You know, you're at this point where you're going to drop this EP. Like, what's next for you guys after that? Um, well, similar to, to yourself, we're actually also back in the studio this weekend. <laughs> oh, sick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going back into, um, to record, um, four more songs. Oh, sick. We're going, awesome. We're going to record with, um, uh, Chris Teddy at, uh, Silver Bullet, uh, okay. recording studios here in Connecticut. Um, they've done a lot of really cool stuff. Um, they've done stuff from misery signals oh, um uh the world is a beautiful place and i'm no longer afraid to die okay. um chris is actually in that band and then um just they've done a tons of really awesome stuff there and i'm just really really excited to to work with him and uh and make another record yeah that's awesome man that's awesome well best of luck to you dude that's not i can't wait to hear the well. songs yeah yeah i can't wait to hear the songs and 
um, when everything changes, um, do you guys think that you would, you know, eventually like, um, do any touring like once show, you know, I mean, at this point we might be looking at a couple of years out, but like when things go back to somewhat normal and we can have shows on a regular basis, do you guys think you'll make it out to St. Louis someday? <laughs> uh, I, I, I really would love to say yes. Um, I think probably the, the extent of what we'd reasonably be able to do would be some regional stuff here in New England. Uh, you know, like the, like the New York, Jersey, sure. Massachusetts, Maine, New H- you know, this kind of area over here. Um, but I guess like never say never, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. love to come out and play, play the FUBAR again. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, FUBAR. So actually FUBAR now, um, right, literally right before the pandemic, um, FUBAR is now called Red Flag. And oh, it, wow, okay. it, yeah, it's, and they moved just down the street, but it's like 10 times bigger. Um, I haven't been, oh, nice. I only driven by it, but it's a beautiful building now. And, um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, well, Justin, uh, my, my friend who plays drums, he, um, his wife has played a couple sh- They're doing like seated shows right now, which is oh, okay. actually kind of cool. It's like, you know, you have to stay at your table and you have to, you know, everything's like lined off so that everybody's socially distanced and you have to wear a mask and check temperature. And they're, they're probably only running at like, I don't even know if it's 25% capacity, but they're doing some shows and, um, that's cool. I mean, I, I think like, um, they're doing what they can to stay open, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, just to, yeah. to, to keep it open. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for the, for the new venue for sure. And I played FUBAR a couple of times and I think it's like, um, it used to be the creepy crawl back here in St. Louis was like your rite of passage. If you played the creepy crawl, it was like, okay, we're a real band now. Like, <laughs> you know, and now FUBAR is kind of that, like, uh, I feel oh, like wow. I've seen so many shows like that now, you know, where everybody are, you know, where it's like, um, Everybody plays there. You know what I mean? It's it's just like the go-to venue for sure. Um, I've seen some really good shows there. So, yeah. I, w- I would um, – well, either way, man, um, I'll definitely be uh, keeping tabs on you guys. And um, I appreciate you taking some time to, to talk with me. Um, is there anything else – Of course. You know, is there anything else before uh, before I let you go that you'd want people to know about? Or how, how can they – I guess how can they find you online? Um, I think we're, we're most active on Instagram as far as like the social networks are concerned. So just look us up on, uh, you know, on Instagram and, uh, follow along. We've got, we're, we're posting a bunch of stuff on there. We'll probably post a bunch of studio updates this weekend. Hell yeah. So follow, follow along with us there and, uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple music, you know, all those, those places and, uh, really appreciate, um, you having me on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. I'll probably... Um, I'll try to put this out like next week, maybe like, um, uh, maybe like Tuesday I'll, I'll put this up so that people can know that your, uh, EP is coming out on next Friday. And, um, yeah, I appreciate you taking the time and, um, I really just enjoyed, I, I feel like I just hung out with a new friend. So <laughs> the feeling is mutual, man. It's really great to meet you, Wes. It's just awesome to, cool. to get to sit down today and chat. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, have a great night and, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take it easy, man. Bye.